You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. Check out my website, MimiFootnip.com, for more about me. I want to kick off today's episode by thanking my patrons over on Patreon.com slash Pedal Pumping Podcast. They are Riker, Old Dirty, Not a Golfer, Rayshon, Eric J, Rocketman, Havianas Fan, Austin, Mark and Miss Jess, Joe, Classic Gas Pedals, JB, John H, Nikki, Hardrev, and Country Lane Farms. Thank you guys so, so much for supporting the work that I do here and really the work that we do because without your emails and your input, it's just me talking to myself, which isn't very inspiring, to be honest. I haven't um, recorded a podcast the last couple of weeks because I haven't really had a whole lot of emails to talk about or things going on. And I don't want to make a podcast just to say nothing. So please send me your emails at mimifootnip uh, at gmail.com and let's talk about pedal pumping. I am trying to schedule with a couple of you guys. We've been going back and forth about time zones and you know our availability i know everybody's busy everyone has commitment so um i am going to bring more patrons on the podcast to chat with me about pedal pumping but in the meantime send me some emails so so i have something more to talk about than just the thoughts rattling around in my own head um which sometimes i get kind of and i we probably all do this kind of get like stuck in a loop on things and it's, I just I just need to break out of that, and it's with your help that I do. In, in other words, uh, pr- when you present your thoughts and ideas to me, then I get to uh, go in different directions, and that's really a lot of fun. So without further ado, I'm going to read an email uh, from a listener. He says, hi, Mimi. Okay, here it is. He had asked me if it was okay to send an email about kind of how his pedal pumping fetish started. And of course, yeah, that's, I, I love these like origin stories. Um, partly because, I mean, I don't know, it'd be really interesting. I fantasize about like getting a PhD in like sexual psychology and fetish and pedal pumping, like doing a whole like research paper, like a thesis on, um, or a dissertation on pedal pumping. Um, and one of the things that is interesting to me, if I had like the ability to collect people's origin stories and analyze it and like, you know, pick out data there about um, what similar elements or aspects or what's kind of the, is there any kind of continuity between these origin stories of like how a pedal pumping fetish evolves, develops and evolves. I mean, we know about like sexual imprinting and I've talked about that on the podcast before, but specifically as it relates to pedal pumping, I'm just really interested in, in everyone's kind of like pedal pumping awakening. Like, how did you know? What are your earliest memories of being aroused by pedal pumping? You know, generally, arousal and the way that our sexual uh, arousal is wired is long before we even understand that it's a sexual arousal. We just feel 
like some sort of little zing or excitement or it's just a good feeling in your body and you don't really you know you're too little if you're like five years old you're not really associating that with like a, a sexual experience at that age you may not even know what sex is I mean you probably don't uh but you know that it feels nice. There's something about that that just makes you feel good and you like it and you want more of that or you're excited if it happens again, that kind of thing. And I just, I'd love to explore more. So if you have an origin story that you haven't shared with me, consider emailing it and I'll keep it anonymous unless you uh, specifically give me permission to share. Because uh, I understand how that this sometimes can be a little awkward um, in terms of like posting stuff on the internet or just publishing it out out into the world. Um, you may want to maintain your privacy. I mean, I, I certainly do. So um, I'm going to read. I said without further ado, and then I gave you a bunch of ado. So here we go. It all started for me when I was about seven years old. The next door neighbor mom had an older car about a 75 or 76 that she called Betsy. Betsy had some issues, not starting right away was one of them. My mom and I would go with her to the mall and groceries sometimes. The neighbor always wore tan nylons and black flat shoes. My mom wore tan nylons and open back, open toed, low he heeled mules. The car had a bench seat up front and I sat in the back. This was before seat belts were mandatory so I would play in the back. The bench seat up front had a good amount of space between the floor and the seat itself. I would lay on the floor in the back seat. I could see the neighbor's feet and my mom's feet under the seat. The neighbor would put the key in and pump the gas so many times and try to get Betsy going. Sometimes she would be pumping and her shoe would come, off, come half off and I could see her foot. Seeing that got my attention. I'd watch her feet and my mom's feet under the seat and I wanted to be near them. The puddle pumping by the neighbor's mom's foot was giving me a stiffy and I didn't know why, but I liked it. Then when the car was driving down the street, I'd watch their feet. Many times this happened. When we would come home from being out, the neighbor would come over for coffee and sit at the kitchen table. Her shoes would be off as would my mom's. After what I saw under the seat and Betsy, I wanted to be near these feet. So sneaky me would play cars under the table and watch their feet, both tucked under their chairs and crossed. I'd hear them talking and talking so I'd get closer. The neighbor's nylon feet would move and flex and I was mesmerized. I got really close and decided to sniff them. Oh my, I was hooked. I would get my face so close to her toes and smell them. I would get quite excited and stay under there for a long time, watching her souls and getting close. My mom would ask me what I was doing and the neighbor would say, oh, he's okay, he's not bothering me. The pedal pumping got this whole thing started. Mimi, have you ever been over at someone's house and your nylon feet were ever sniffed and watched under the table by a future foot fetishist? I'd love to know. Thank you, I look forward to your reply. <laughs> Um, okay, so not my nylon feet, but I have had that experience in flip-flops with a little boy under the table and um, being very quiet, very still, very sneaky, and I moved or something happened and, and then I 
sensed that something or someone was under the table and I looked and and there he was very close to my feet um, and I, I definitely thought like oh here's a future little foot fetishist um, in the making and yeah I mean there was nothing I was doing to try to provoke him I was just having dinner um, but <laughs> I, at someone's house but um, yeah it, it happens for sure and um, that little boy has since, on several occasions, done kind of similar things or had some excuse to get close to my feet. So I, it seems pretty clear to me that um, he has an interest in, in women's feet. And I do think that these kinds of things can develop really young. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. In the same way that um, all kinds of attraction, right, attraction to same or um, other gendered people happen when you're a little kid. Um, fetish and kink is also something that, you know, it's not completely, it, it's kind of in a nascent form, right? It's not like the full adult version of a fetish. Like I wouldn't, I'd hesitate to say that a child has a fetish or a kink. Um, I hesitate to use that language, but the seeds are being planted and the associations are being made and the, the imprinting is happening. Um, and imprinting is like when, um, one of the, the reasons that human beings are so successful on this planet as a species is because we have so much adaptability, right? We can adapt to living in all kinds of different climates and different all different kinds of things and situations. We can eat such a huge wide array of food as long as we cook it. Uh, we were able, and same thing with our sexuality, right? Like our sexuality is also very pliable and adaptable and we can, um, through imprinting, experience sexual attraction to all kinds of uh, people and scenarios and situations. Um, and some of those things are, are pretty dark and unhealthy and dangerous. But, you know, I would say most of it's pretty normal and pretty great. So if you have a pedal pumping fetish, lucky you. <laughs> lucky, lucky you. I want you to go out this weekend and enjoy some pedal pumping, whether it's, you know, watching a new video or an old favorite pedal pumping video or just kind of messing around in your car or with someone else. Um, be safe, of course, and consensual, but have a great time uh, with your fetish because it is really a special and unique thing that not everyone gets to have. And if you don't have it, you just don't have it. So if you are so fortunate, uh, enjoy because you deserve it. <laughs>